Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the ETV. Put your hands There's amazing comics in back. Let's hear it for them. Let's hear it for them. They can hear you. They're going to put on a great show. And I'm your host. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm fucking swell as shit. You guys are going to have a good time. Uh, don't rest me. And this is going to be like, the, I'm starting the show. You start, it's strong. It's strong up top. The rest of the show, pretty shitty. No, no. What I'm saying is, it's good, th- it's good throughout. I'll be the best parts. What I'm trying to say is, there's other good comics on the show besides me, is what I'm trying to say. No, it's a great show. It's a great fucking show all around. How are you guys doing? <laughs> ah, you know, Germany, right? Anyway, um, I don't care. I do, I have, I have days. With st- what are you? How? What are your lives? <laughs> and I don't mean like I have shit to do. I mean like how are you that organized? Like number one, how do you know what time these games are happening? <laughs> There's no posted World Cup schedule. It's not in my atmosphere. I don't understand. What do you? So you're looking them up? <laughs> and then how do you know where they're playing? Oh, you have TVs at your house? Go fuck yourselves. Some of us have a pretty shitty cable package where we only get uh, tons of Spanish channels and Spike TV. Which, by the way, I love. Spike has almost everything I like. Um, arm, yeah, women with arm muscles and... Women without arm muscles. That's what I like. Those are the things. That, those are the two things I'm interested in, and they're on Spike. Um, so you're going to a place at like nine in the morning, a bar. What's going on with you guys? You fucking guys. Get a job. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't. It's not like I. I, I wasn't. I wasn't because I was. Uh, what was I doing at nine o'clock this morning? Oh, looking at Twitter, being like, "Fuck these people." <laughs> Fuck these people. Um, yeah, Germany, Germany won by a lot. There's, I don't want to do it. Um, I'm taking a stand and I'm not going to do it. You can read those jokes elsewhere. Those jokes aren't here. We don't have those jokes. Okay. Um, what should we talk about? Oh, this weekend. This weekend, this weekend, 4th of July. 4th of July. I'll be honest with you guys. I had an unusual experience. Not for me, unusual. I, uh, I threw up from alcohol for the first time since I was in college. And I, understood, I understand that looks like it was yesterday, but I'm a lesbian. So I'm going to look like a 15-year-old boy forever. But I'm 32. So that was 10 years ago. This is, this is just deceptive. Like, college? What are you? What was your major? I can't even remember. It's been a fucking while. My point is I threw up. I threw up. I threw up. I blacked out even. I blacked out. 
like a 19 year old. I blacked out. I blacked out. I don't, I mean, you, I'm glad you feel good about this. It was the middle of the, I hadn't eaten, I hadn't eaten, this is, now here's the thing, this never happened. I'm not the kind of person who's like, no, I forgot to eat. I fucking eat. I don't know why I didn't eat. My friends, they bought a house. My friends bought a house in my neighborhood. My friends, I threw up from drinking at my house, my friend's house that they own. (laughs) Do you understand what a fucked up statement that is? Like, 32, it's not that weird that your friends would own houses. It's not that weird that your friends would own houses. But when you're a stand-up comic, nobody kind of does, because we're all, like, still sort of, like, pretty, pretty, we'll get it by 40, or not. You're like, there's no... (laughs) Like, there's no kids. Nobody has kids. Nobody has kids. All right, some dude comics have wives, and they have fucking kids. I'm talking about no female stand-up comics are giving birth to babies. No dude stand-up comics are giving birth to babies. Nobody has kids, nobody has fucking houses, people barely have cars. <laughs> Even in this city. So I have these friends and they're, they're, they're doing really well and I'm really proud of them and they just bought a house. Their house has a pool and a pool house. And I got so excited, I just brought, I brought Bloody Mary. I don't even drink. I haven't drank in like a year. I don't know what I was, I just was like, this is what you, I'm an adult. I'm gonna bring, I brought Bloody Mary, like shitty Bloody Mary mix also. Like I went to the store and was like, is this what I'm, what do you guys need? What do you have? I brought them shitty Bloody Mary mix and mid-shelf vodka. I actually think I brought them, did I buy, Rhea, did we buy Smirnoff? Yes. Oh my God. Honestly, because I was making a joke, because I was like, Smirnoff, it's just really good vodka. <laughs> Which is their ad campaign. And then I put it in the cart to be like, as a hilarious joke between my fiance and I, Smirnoff, oh, what's this one's, what's this one's claim to fame? It's just really good vodka. But then that's what we got. So uh, marketing works, <laughs> is my point. Even if you're like, well, I guess I accidentally got that as a joke to myself. Um, but I, we did get that and I, drank, I got there and I was like, I can't believe I'm at a pool! that you own and I poured myself a bunch and I didn't eat anything and it was noon and it was noon and it's in LA and it was a hundred degrees it was a hundred degrees and I was in the pool and also in you know in a bathing suit right so that's when you the weird thing about LA is that you have to see your adult friends in bathing suits all the time all the time all the time and that's strange that's strange there's a lot of cities and regions of this country where after like 18 never fucking again never fucking again but I was wearing a bikini. I was wearing a bikini and I knew the alcohol was starting to set in because I turned to my very good friend and I said, it's so weird to see everybody's bodies. <laughs> and this particular friend of mine will be on the show later. He has an adorable little tattoo on his arm. I think that's what I talked about next. And then I did one of these. I did one of these. I went in the kitchen and I did one of these. I didn't even know. I mean, I thought these weren't real, but I did a laugh to cry. <laughs> like I was in the movie Can't Hardly Wait. I just adjusted. I adjusted the goggles on my head. Pretty specific Can't Hardly Wait reference. And I just, I went like, <laughs> And then my, I was with a couple of my very close friends, and they said, oh, whoopsie-daisy. Uh, and they put me in my, my, my close friend's bed, in their marital bed. And I don't remember this happening. This is what I've been told later. Uh, and they took my shoes off. They took my shoes off, and then I tried to put my shoes back on. You know that fucking girl? That fucking girl who's like, I just gotta get out of here. And she can't. I know. 
I have very few memories, but I do remember sitting on a toilet and also my head was on the ground. <laughs> Forward. Because I was just like, well, can't figure it out. I kept zooming in and out of consciousness, and I also remember wanting to tell my friends that they had a really nice chandelier. Like, this is when it becomes very confusing. When you're blackout drunk, when you're 32, I kept being like, I wonder if they bought that or if that came with the house. <laughs> I gotta tell them. It's nice. I also, the last time I was drinking, you know, cell phones weren't really like a thing. This is honestly true. This is the duration of that. How, how crazy is that? That's like, when I was 19, you had a phone for like, just like, <laughs> what's this thing? You know, like you had a phone in the same way you had like a waffle maker, where it's just like, <laughs> on occasion, sure. <laughs> Sunday morning or whenever? Absolutely, yeah. But I knew on 4th of July, I knew there was something that I should have that would have helped me tell people I needed help. But I couldn't remember what that was. I do know that I looked at my hand for a while. I do know that I tried to dial it. I do remember that. I do remember being like, this doesn't work. <laughs> and then I just started yelling, help. Just help, help, help. I didn't need anything. I just want to talk to somebody. I puked, I puked at their house. I puked at their beautiful, they bought their house a week before, I, pu I, I puked in the trash can because I'm, I'm an adult. I mean, I'm an adult, but I puked at their house. I puked at their house, and then I went home, and then I puked at my house. I puked at my house quite a bit. I don't know how I feel about this. My friends were, I think when you do this in, like, not very often, I think some, your friends are almost proud of you sometimes in that situation because nobody was mad. Like, I got a couple text messages that were like, all right. Like, I'm never crazy. <laughs> At a party, I'm never crazy. I'm always like, who need? Like, what do you need? Anybody who needs what? Anyway, um, fruit tray? I'm always like that person. So when I'm just like, crazy bodies! Like, that's fun, I guess, if it's occasional. I didn't always used to be like this. I'm responsible now. I'm very, very responsible. But in college, this brought me back to my college days. Because in college, I was, uh, I was gay. I was coming out, but I didn't want to tell everybody yet. I was having a really tough time. So how I would deal with it was just, I had a bunch of friends, and they all knew, like, one thing about my life. And I would just kind of zoom in and out. Nobody ever knew where I was. I was always moving my car, but for like days. <laughs> and I would go to theme parties. I would go to like theme parties and I would wear like a coconut bra and a hula skirt. And then I would just fucking get the fuck out of there. Just by myself, just walking down a busy street, just like, I gotta get to the next place. And I remember one particular uh, event. This is the last, this is not, I don't remember this, but this is the last time I got blackout drunk. Um, and this honestly only happened twice in my life. Uh, I was not trying to date men, but occasionally. <laughs> Shit. One would sneak right in. And I woke up one morning and um, my, all my roommates, I had seven roommates, and all my roommates were just like almost in a line. One eyebrow up. How you feeling? <laughs> whenever somebody, whenever they start with that and then the smile with the lean back, hey. 
How you feeling? You're always like, what the fuck? Did I do? What did I do? Hey, how you feeling? I said, fine. What are you? What? What? What are you talking about? And they said, last night, you came home from a party, and you got naked with a man, and you left your door open the whole time. Which begs the question. Why didn't they shut that fucking door? <laughs> I guess it's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, would you? I don't know. If you're just like... <laughs> Sketching it. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize she would be on top. Of course it was. All right. Um, you guys have been great. You've been great. You've been great. Let's get the rest of the show going. Am I right? Am I right? Should we do that? Oh, this first comic. Now, we love her. She is one of our favorites here. Put your hands together. And a recent emigrate from uh, San Francisco to our fine city of Los Angeles. Let's hear it right now for Caitlin Gill, guys. Give it up for Caitlin. <laughs> Dudes and lady dudes. Is it weird that I had a pro tip for every point in Cameron Strunk's story? <laughs> oh, no, you needed a glass of water at moment B. That would have steered you clear the whole night. What you do is you just lean your forehead on the trash can while you're sitting on the toilet. really braces you. You don't even have to use your useless limbs at that point. Path of least resistance. It's important to find. Hi, everybody. Uh... I wanted to let the listening audience at home, those who couldn't join you here in the theater, know that I dressed up for you tonight. Yeah, uh-huh. There's lipstick, so I tried. That's how you know. That's how you know. This is pretty much the best I can do, everybody. This is, this is pretty much it. This is what I shoot for and try to maintain in terms of my look. Uh, it's very difficult to, to, to find clothing appropriate for this body. For this bod, I'm rocking. If Cameron's right, I just moved to Los Angeles. Me, a 33-year-old, six-foot-one, 200-pound woman with A cups. I'm here. <laughs> Ready to take over Hollywood. I wouldn't be surprised to, like, see me on a movie poster, except you know that it would be, like, behind the leading man and lady, and I would just be, like, leaning into the poster. <laughs> like, I'm the wacky, ambiguous, like, gay neighbor. That's me. You never know what I'm up to next door. <laughs> but I always have sage advice delivered with humor. Um... <laughs> It's hard for me to find clothes uh, now because they, at some point in the recent past, department stores decided that if you wear my size, you don't want to interact with a human being to purchase it. <laughs> so they've just moved all of the clothes that fit me. They've just moved them all. And now all the clothes that fit me live online. <laughs> like that's where I get to go to shop online. You know, online, right next door to where we all masturbate. That's where I have to <laughs> shop for clothes. Oh, the convenience. Never before has it been legal for me to masturbate so close to a retail location. 
But now I can just click, 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 click. Efficiency, people. Time is money. So I have to. I hate it. I hate. I hate that. I hate that I have to shop online because it makes me feel less than beautiful. I hate that. Fuck that. Fuck that. You are beautiful. I am beautiful. Nothing should ever make you feel less than beautiful. Uh huh. I know I'm a beautiful woman. I know that. I know that I am a beautiful woman. I know that. Your silence does not intimidate me. I know. I know that I am a beautiful woman. I have seen the proof of my own beauty. I have seen the scientific evidence of my own beauty. I have seen them. I have seen the boners. <laughs> those are mine. I made those. <laughs> I laugh like that every single time. I know that I'm a beautiful woman, but it's important to know the kind of beauty that you possess. I know that there are other types of women with other types of beauty that I won't ever have. I won't ever be that kind of beautiful. I will never be the kind of beautiful that, say, a stripper is. <laughs> strippers are really hot, you guys. I had no idea how hot strippers were until I got to do a show in a strip club. Sorry, we've only known each other briefly, but I think you already know I was there to tell jokes and not strip. You know that. <laughs> right? Like, I'm beautiful, but they don't hire hunchy, awkward strippers. <laughs> like, I probably couldn't just, like, push play on a Radiohead song. Like... I can't do what strippers could do. I'll never be able to do that. I will never be able to do it. I will never... I'm not saying I'm a slouch in the bedroom. I am not. <laughs> I am a wildcat. We can try some things. <laughs> but I can't do what strippers can do. I will never be able to spin upside down on a pole and stop at precision points to display beef. Like, that's not... I can't... <laughs> It's not in my repertoire. I can't do that. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a slouch. I am a wild cat. We can try some things. But I will also modify sexual positions to accommodate lower back pain. I will also do that. Like, for sure. I was a single lady for a long time, so I have a cat. That's how that works. Once you've been a single woman long enough, somebody just rings your doorbell. Hands you a cat. <laughs> that's your cat now. I say I adopted my cat. I think that's cute. I adopted. I think it's a cute way to phrase taking a hostage, don't you? <laughs> I didn't adopt my cat. Think about it. My cat right now is alone and lonely in my studio apartment just so I can have something that's happy to see me when I get home. That's her whole job. <laughs> Oh, look at Kitty. Look at how happy Kitty is to see me. Why is Kitty so happy? Is it because there's nothing else alive in here? <laughs> Not even a plant? Good Kitty. Not single now. Oh, no. I'm in one of them relationships. In one of them relationships, one of them women. 
first time. First time I have ever dated a woman. It's my first time. Uh, which may surprise those of you who can see or hear me. <laughs> but actually, what happens is once you've been a single woman with a cat long enough, <laughs> another woman just rings your doorbell. <laughs> Hi, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> live here now. This is my U-Haul. Back it up, guys. Back it up. I love her. She's the best. Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs> Kaylin Gill. Let's hear it for Kaylin. Welcome to our sitting room. Hey, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Now, this next comic, it is his first time on the show. Now, it's when it's somebody's first time on the show, we go crazy. We welcome them extra hard. Let's hear it right now for Jesse Elias, guys. Give it up for Jesse. <laughs> Uh, you guys, so you guys have a good holidays over the weekend? Ever, anyone here, do you have a, you have a good ID4? Good ID4? Huh? Independence Day? You guys, you, guys, you guys remember the movie Independence Day? It's like, it, this guy's like, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a movie, for those who don't remember, it's like the plot is these alien sh- ships come down like unannounced out of nowhere. And it's like invaders jump out and start killing everyone. It's like, oh, we got to fight back, but their weaponry is more advanced than ours. It's like, I feel like they should call that movie Columbus Day instead, you know? <laughs> Uh, st- no, don't. Don't clap for genocide. <laughs> like, oh, that did happen. Clap. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I grew up in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And here's a fun fact. Did you know that in the city of San Francisco that they recently outlawed Happy Meal toys? They're like, we don't want them, you know, kids getting fat on junk food. So they outlawed the part of the Happy Meal that kids don't eat. <laughs> it's like what they're really saying with that law is they're like, we don't want kids getting fat on junk food. Unless that's what they're really about. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no posers. <laughs> You're eating this because you like burgers, not because you like a bug's life, you know? I... I, I, I admit it, I was a fucking Happy Meal poser. I ate it just because I wanted the toy, you know? It's hard. Like, I get, like, Penguin driving his umbrella card for, like, the third time in a row. I just need a Batmobile, goddammit. <laughs> it's always the shitty character that they make the most of, you know? Because they do that so you could keep coming back for more trying to get the good one. Like, think about it. Like, future historians, they're going to look back on all this non-biodegradable crap we leave behind, and they're going to think, like, the raccoon was the main character of Pocahontas, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We're not leaving behind an accurate legacy. Uh... Yeah, speaking of Disney movies, I was thinking about 101 Dalmatians. Like, how's that dog not dead? It had 99 puppies wriggling round inside its womb. It should have looked like, its body should have looked like a stretched out water balloon filled with cashews. Like, how many calories does that mother Dalmatian need to eat to keep 99 fetuses alive? If it doesn't eat once an hour, like, does its body just, like, shrivel up as they suck the nutrients out of it? And this friend... 
empty dog mummy husk like cracks open like a brittle old walnut and these fucking slimy puppies come wriggling out. Like, I don't know. Uh, I had a pretty cool childhood. Uh, um, what, what I did, my, my, you know, a little bit about me. Uh, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, first of all, when I was growing up, my dad used to always get on my case about making eye contact more often. <laughs> I showed him. I, just, I love my dad. You guys just all spend time with your dads last month? Because it was Father's Day last month? Like, yeah, I, I, I spent Father's Day with my dad. I got my dad the best Father's Day gift. I got him a, like a brand new toolbox. That's because that's what you get your dad for Father. It's Father's Day, right? You get him like hardware tools or, or necktie, right? Those are the dad gifts. Tools or a tie, because whether you have like a blue collar dad or a white collar dad, the message is still the same. It's like keep working. <laughs> Make more money so I can have it when you die. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I, I had a pretty cool childhood. Uh, growing up in the 90s, I was good. I, the 90s had the best flavors. That's what I love about the 90s. The 90s, the flavors were like, sour green apple, blue raspberry. Right? And, then, and then this other decade comes along and it's like, pomegranate acai. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking post 9-11 flavors, I don't want it. <laughs> Take me back to the good old days. I'm a, flavor, I'm, a, I'm a flavor guy. I get angry about flavor stuff. It's so fucking hard. Like, I, they, like, first of all, they make all the good flavors always like limited edition, you know? They're like, limited time only. The watermelon Oreos. Uh, limited edition. <laughs> For those of you who remember summer 2013, um, watermelon Oreos. <laughs> Limited exclusive, you know, but it's always fucking limited time only. Like, come on, like, the, the Industrial Revolution happened. Like, we have the means of production. Keep making the fucking flavor. Like, did McDonald's stop to consider maybe I want to keep dipping my McNuggets in just one sauce regardless of whether or not Mulan is in theaters? Yeah, I know a lot about Disney McDonald's tie-ins. Uh, you ever, you, ever, you ever slice like a hard-boiled egg in half and then you end up with two pieces that look like toilets with pee in them? <laughs> Gross. Don't, don't do that. Just, it's, it's yucky. Uh, I'll tell you, okay, okay, I, I gotta get out of here, but before I go, I just want to ask a quick question. Like, seriously, like, who here gives money to charity? Yeah, there's... <laughs> Everybody, great. So, I don't know. I think charity is okay, but, like, people can be assholes about doing charity sometimes, you know? They're like, you know, yeah, I'll give money to cancer. Like, only if a bunch of people run eight miles in a circle all day. Just give them the fucking money, man. It's not a game. It's not, like, like, Celebrity Jeopardy. That's, a, like, Celebrity Jeopardy is a game. They're like, it's for charity. Give to your favorite charity, Celebrity Jeopardy. Like... Could they have picked more cruel and fickle conditions determining whether or not a person receives money? 
Like, hey, sorry, little Jimmy. We know you need that bone marrow transplant to survive, but uh, it turns out Joe Pesci doesn't know that much about the Ming Dynasty. <laughs> Just gonna have to die. Okay, thank you very much. Jesse Elias, let's hear it for Jesse. Oh. oh, he was fucking great. He was great. That is so fun. That's so fun. I had just, I'd only seen him via video. God, it's such a treat when you get to see a new comic and they kill your brain with joy. Oh, that's good. One more time for Jesse. One more time. <laughs> Now, this next comic will also kill your brain, so you're going to be fucking double dead. <laughs> and that's going to be rough, because then a bunch of dead bodies for everybody else on the show, am I right? <laughs> Tough conditions for any comic, but I believe that the comics after this next comic can handle that. <laughs> this is making me laugh so hard. I don't care if it's working for you. <laughs> I don't care at all. I'm laughing. I can't, I can't even get to the intro. I'm just really enjoying myself for a moment. Uh, you know, this brain, I can't believe it. I can't believe I was born with it. It's one of my favorites. Um, all right. You guys, now this next comic, I love him so much. We love him here at the show. Let's hear it right now for Mr. Barry Rothbard. Guys, give it up for Barry. I'm going to kill your fucking brains, guys. <laughs> you guys' brains are dead. Because I fucking hate you guys. Good to see so many whites. Um, a lot of people don't talk about how brave that is uh, in this day and age. <laughs> in Franklin Village, um, for this many white people to gather. I feel like if I died in a drunk driving accident, like that would be the video that surfaces. It just means <laughs> Barry Rothbart dies. Drunk driving accident. R super racist comedian, Barry Rothbart. <laughs> Loves whites. But seriously, whites, you know, should have the same amount of heritage pride. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. I can't believe you are so mad at me. <laughs> A lot of comics start with their own jokes. I like to start with someone else's, if that's cool. Um, a lot of times, friends and family come up to you and they're like, oh my God, I have this joke you gotta use in your set. You know, like, when you're a comedian, this happens a lot. And I was hanging out with my grandma, and it was always her dream to have her favorite joke told on stage. It's cool if I do it for you guys real quick. Yeah. Mm, you ever see a curvy dick and that dick's going left and right? It's like, pick a side, you stinky bitch! <laughs> Now, that was a great joke. Um, <laughs> see, a lot of times, comedians just tell a good joke and then they move on. Um, but a lot of times is not what I do. And I'd like to give you guys a little run-through of some of the outtakes of that joke before it became so polished, if that's cool. <clears throat> <laughs> a lot of comedians... <laughs> Um, <clears throat> a lot of comedians start with their own jokes. <laughs> Stop. 
Let it... I just got a dog. Um, it's annoying. Like, you have a dog. You guys know how it is. Like, a lot of people come up to you and they're like, what is your dog? You know, what is it? What's the breed? And I always go, half Chihuahua, half Corgi, with a Jack Russell's pussy. And then people go, what? And I go, stay on your side of the dog park! You think anyone's ever said, man, this homemade jewelry thing really worked out? <laughs> Quit being a teacher, taped a bottle cap to an earring, and now I'm a billionaire. <laughs> I take drugs. Um, I drink a lot, and I masturbate, too. And I have friends who don't do that, who don't do any of those things. And I'm like, how do you know the day is over? What do you go home and just go to sleep? <laughs> how do you know nighttime has begun? You don't drink or masturbate or do drugs? No, you fall asleep like an American, jerking off to Netflix documentaries high out of your mind. <laughs> you think anyone's ever said, man... These mushrooms are kicking in. Throw on that Jock Jam CD. Um, I do. I smoke pot a lot. A lot of people ask me why I smoke pot. And you know what I always say? Because I hate knowing how long I've been doing things. I like being like, how long have I been standing in line at this pizzeria? How long has my arm been like this? When should I blink now? Blink now. Blink now. Blink now. Shrug for no reason. Blink now. Blink now. Back away. Don't buy anything. I come up with good ideas when I'm high. I was at a movie theater recently, and I was like, you know what? What if I confidently walk past the ticket ripper? I feel like I could get in for free. And I tried it, and it worked. I got past him, and then I freaked the fuck out because I was high. I was like, I'm going to get arrested. So I decided to buy a soda because no one would expect that. The rogue movie sneaker in guy buying a soda. Need to reword that. But I bought a soda. And as soon as I buy the soda, the ticket ripper comes up. I swear to God, he goes, uh, sir, can I see your ticket? And I think quickly, and I go, no. And he goes, what? And I go, no, you can't. And he goes, are you here to see a movie? And then I think quickly again, and I go, no. I'm here to buy a soda. And then I leave the theater with my soda! In that guy's reality, he's like, that guy has no idea where to buy sodas in this world. 
He's like, he likes to pay a lot and have it be in really inconvenient places. And like, I was an asshole to him about it. I was like, no, I'm not here to see a movie. You screen movies in this soda shop? That's weird. You should stick to sodas, the primary thing that you sell here. And you're a bit overdressed for a fucking soda restaurant. All right, I'm Barry Rothbard. Thank you, guys. fall on a special thing records and a special thing records is also a uh, one one half of that recording team is mr ryan mcmanaman who's up in the booth and he makes our show into a podcast which is very cool uh we're you know we're like the only we're only we're the only show really like that so if you guys are if you can't make it to the live show you can go uh you can go to your house. You'd already be at your house. I don't know why. What's this scenario where you're like walking down Franklin? You're like, ah, I'm gonna go to my house. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what I've invented. You can go to your house. Go to your house. <laughs> I'm giving you permission to go to the, the houses where you live, and um, you can listen to this show as a podcast as well. Do you guys know that? How fucking great is that? So you, can, you can clap if you. Yeah, it feel, feels good. It's, for, it's a for free stand-up comedy show, which I love. I love that a lot. And how are you doing? Yeah. What was your day like? Watched you watched the game? Yeah. What was, what was the last thing you said? It was at Old World. You were at what? Germany. I feel like you might have started early. <laughs> I was in Germany. <laughs> the funny thing is how you fucking nailed the shit out of Germany. <laughs> I was in Germany. Did you enjoy yourself? Okay. Congratulations on your big win. Let's hear it for the German soccer team. Right there, right there, right there, right there. What a polite, you guys don't give a fuck about that. All right, all right, all right. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. You changed your hair. I like it, I like your new, I like your new do. Yeah, very, you know, fucking, you know, the forefront of that. I love that. How are you guys doing over here? How are you doing? Good. Yeah, what was your day like? Swimming. Swimming? Swim, swimming. Does it, can I ask you, does it feel like no one in here is doing okay? <laughs> I know it's very hot. I feel like you guys, we're all melting and your tongues have all relaxed too much. What did you do? Germany swimming. 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 How was swimming? Yeah, were you, uh, were you, you know, like, uh, what are we talking about? Like, uh, racing? Were you racing? Were you doing like, some, just relaxing. How much time in the pool versus how much time like chilling on the side? A lot of pool time? Yeah. Good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk, good talk. I don't know why I thought I was looking for a percentage. I wanted you to be like 70, 30. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. Hot day, hot day. All right. That's cool. I love, I love pools. I fucking love pools. I fucking love pools. I was a big, I was a big swimmer. I was the same size as now, but I was good at swimming. <laughs> oh, I was pretty into it. I was a captain of my, fo- uh, my football team. That's not true. Was, <laughs> what if I was? It would have just like a just an after school special, and they were like, "Get in there!" and I was like, "I can't," and then I couldn't. But who cares? Because I tried, and that is the plot of Rudy. Do you realize that? Do you know that? He's not good at football. 
When was the first time you realized Rudy wasn't good at football? Okay, not a big Notre Dame crowd. I'm from the Midwest, that joke would have fucking killed. People would have been like, tell us more about sausage. You can't even believe how well that, that joke would have done. Oh. I'm using my best Rudy shit! Samwise Gamgee, am I right? Who's with me? Okay. Oh, that's weird. That's where you guys are like, no, we're back on board. Yeah, we know he's got hairy feet later for sure. His mom was a famous person, of course. Okay, um... All right, so again, people like not soup. All right, okay, cool. Uh, it's like, I don't know how much you know movies. Like, a little. Um, I think you just clapped because you recognized the phrase Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's a thing. That's where your brains are. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was the captain of my fucking swim team. Of course I was the captain of my fucking swim team. Of course I was. Not because I was good at swimming, but because I'm charismatic as shit. <laughs> coaches hated me a lot because I would do this thing called have a tea party I'll tell you what that is thanks for saying what out loud because you're right that's not a thing that makes any sense in terms of swimming and I did not grow up in the 1700s what if I was like I did this thing called have a tea party and that's when I swam in the Boston Harbor and you're like you look fucking amazing I'm like well I'm a lesbian um no 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 no. that's when I would swim into the lanes where my other friends swam who were faster than me and go to the end of the lane and sink down to the bottom and wait till all the air left my body and sit cross-legged drinking tea and then surprise them when they came to the wall. I don't know if you've ever been swimming and then you look down and one of your closest friends is just Drinking tea on the bottom of the pool. I never got to see it because I was always the one having the tea party, but I'm telling you it was such a hit that I was elected captain. So I would recommend that. All right. We can talk more later, but for now, let's bring up the next comic. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, um, bop. I remember when I was like, Taylor Hansen is good looking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he looks like me. We had the same haircut. We wore the same choker. I don't mean the same version of the choker. I mean, we were close friends. We shared one choker betwixt us, betwixt us. We had Twix. We each had a, tw- I had the right Twix. See what I mean? Modern marketing. Okay, I'm fucking killing it right now. Oh, God. Um, all right, this next comic, he is in from New York. Now, we fucking love him. And I think this is actually his first time doing the show. But I'm so glad he's here tonight. Let's hear from Mr. Nick Turner, guys. Give it up for Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a very hot... And I'm very sweaty, but I'm not going to take it out on you. I just want you to know how angry I am. Before we get started, I want you to know how mad at you I am. It's nice to meet you. Um, keep it going for Barry's Fallen Down bit. That is going to play so well on this podcast. Um, I cannot wait to listen to that. Really listen to it. I'm adorable. Um... 
I'm just mad because Barry's bit, the last bit about uh, how he um, got kicked out of that theater for buying a soda. I used to be in that story, uh, but I've been edited out. And that's really hard to see. Whenever we do a show together, he's like, my friend Nick Turner, I come out, I do a wave, and he says I was in it, but now he's completely edited me. I, I get it, I get it. He's got falling down to do. <laughs> I'm out here from New York, and I'm staying with him. He's a real great guy. Um, anybody else want me to say anything particular about their friends? Okay, let's get going. Um, thank you for bringing that book uh, and holding it in your fucking hands in the front row. The whole I don't care what book it is. Any book. It's inappropriate because it's a book. You trust me. I'm so talented. Let's do this. Um, thank you. Fucking Christ. I'm a cool guy, obviously. Uh, I've been cool forever. I was cool in high school. Things didn't change. Uh, just kind of want to wrote that one into heaven. Um, I can... Uh, <laughs> I can pick a cool guy out when I see him. I saw like the prototypical my cool guy. I saw him on the street earlier. He was wearing a uh, he was wearing a, bl a leather jacket in 85 degree weather. So you know he's committed <laughs> to the whole cool thing. Uh, he's being a real asshole about it. And uh, and he was leaning against a wall. Which, whew, if you know me, you know that I've always said that's the coolest way to stand. <laughs> Give it a little lean. Your feet don't have to do all the work. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and, then, and then, the creme de la creme, he had a toothpick in his mouth. That's some old school fonts type cool right there. I like it. And so then I, I got closer to him, and then he lifted his right arm up, and then I noticed he had a cigarette in his hand. And then that toothpick became a mystery. Why you, you already got that toothpick in there. Your mouth is busy. You gotta start making decisions. And, and then he opened his mouth to put the cigarette in, and I noticed that he had maybe, maybe, two teeth. <laughs> I, I, that first, one of those two teeth may have just been a shadow of the first tooth. <laughs> um, but at that point, the toothpick became an even greater mystery. <laughs> what is he getting stuck in there? <laughs> the food he is eating is too big. Um... <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, you ever hang out with a couple and they're, uh, they're, they're fighting and then they get a little too comfortable in front of you and just fight in front of you? Ah, uh, not in front of me. Nobody makes me feel uncomfortable. I make you feel uncomfortable! <laughs> that ever happens to me, I just jump in. I pick a side and jump in. <laughs> no, I have opinions about this too! You don't listen, Karen! <laughs> I'm glad it's all out in the open. <laughs> um, I've got some ideas about how my local Chinese food delivery place could improve a little bit. <laughs> but they don't want to hear it. Uh, first off, how about a wall between the dining room and the kitchen? I don't need to see what's going on back there. I'm not picking up tips. Seems like you're cooking a lot of things in that one bowl. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> You let me know when my stuff's ready to kill me. Um, also, they're not on Seamless, which, how are you a business? To, I got to call on the phone like a fucking caveman. It is embarrassing. I like to order online like a coward. Like you people. 
So I call on the phone, and uh, it's not my fault you didn't like that. Um, no, it's cool. It's like, it's whatever. It's like, uh, it's, like it's your biz, man. Um, but I call, and this is what they do. They do things a little differently. Uh, it's New City Chinese food, which I love. All Chinese food places are named by the owner running out into the street and yelling, Quick, quick! What's two English words? Faster! No, they can't make sense together! New City Chinese, great. Um, so uh, you call, and then usually a restaurant will answer the phone, but you'll be like, New City Chinese, you know, and then you're in business. Uh, but this, they, they do it a little differently. They, uh, they answer the phone, and this is exactly what they say. They go, hello? <laughs> huh? They legitimately don't know why I'm calling. Like, delivery? Like, oh, yeah, let me, let me give you the guy. That guy doesn't handle deliveries. How many different things that Chinese food place get calls about? That they need a receptionist. And why does it? Why does he speak regular English? All right. Um, I. Uh, all right. I. 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 Uh, I was in Toledo, you know, because things are going well, legitimately. Uh, it's a weird thing <laughs> about comedy that when you start go- and when things start going well, you have to leave your cool city and then hang out in Toledo a lot. Um, <laughs> So I went to Toledo, and I checked into the Riverfront Hotel. Uh, some of you may know it. And I have this little joke at hotels that I always do when I check in. You guys may have yours, but it sucks. Mine's great. And I check, I check in. Then they give you the, car, the key, and then, and then you look at it, and it always says, like, no smoking on it. And I, I'm like, oh! Like, it's a surprise. Uh, oh, no! Um, and then I go... Does that include we? <laughs> they never laugh at it, but I, I, I know it's funny. And uh, the joke is, if you didn't get it, is that whatever her answer is, I will smoke weed <laughs> in that apartment. So I was smoking weed the next morning at 10 a.m. because it's my process, and I was going to Denny's. I had a Groupon. I can't get into it. Um, <laughs> And then it got all smoky, and then I was leaving. Uh, I opened the door, and the maid was there in the doorway. She was ready to come in. You know, that's, that's a weed smoker's worst nightmare. And, uh, and death. And um, public speaking. Um, so, they, she was, so I opened the door, and, and the maid was right in the door, like ready to clean. And then I was like, I got to stop her from coming in. I was like, think, brain, think. And then my high brain did, went, uh, and went, uh, bye. <laughs> I got out of there. I was caught. All right, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Guys, Nick Turner, one more time for Nick Turner. Hey, we are going to keep it right on rolling. Uh, this next comic, I started with her in Chicago many years ago. Uh, it, between 1 and 20, I can't I, I've, we started together. And now she works for The Daily Show. We love when she's in town. Let's hear right now from Miss Jenna Friedman, guys. Give it up for Jenna. Thank you, Cameron. Hi, guys. It's so nice to be here. Um, I keep reading, like, news articles about, like, people getting arrested for masturbating in Walmarts. And it's like, Walmart, if you want people to stop masturbating in Walmart, stop building so many Walmarts. You're taking away places where people used to masturbate. Like, that used to be a woods, you know? 
where people could masturbate, and now it's a fucking Walmart. <laughs> Haven't been doing a lot of stand-up just because I was recently diagnosed with like an, <clears throat> an overactive throat chakra. So I've <laughs> been trying to shut the fuck up um, and expand my sacral chakra, but um, just want to get laid a little bit. Um, any moms in the audience? Nice. It seems very hard being a mom. I'm a huge fan of moms, especially, like, single moms. I feel like single moms are, like, so indie, you know? Like, so, like, DIY. Um, it seems so hard being a mom just because this thing falls out of you. And if it breaks, you can get arrested. Like, <laughs> that's a tough gig. And, like, I've never been arrested because I'm smart. Uh, just kidding. It's totally because I'm white. It is so messed up. It's so hard for like white women in 2014 to go to jail that they made a TV show <laughs> about like the one time it happened. <laughs> um, my sister just became a mom again. She's a little girl, a little boy and a little girl, and I'm so nervous with a little girl because apparently like you have to be so careful with little girls. Like, it's not PC to tell them that they're cute. You're supposed to tell them that they're smart. But it's like, I don't know if they're smart. Like, I've never talked to them. Like, what if you tell a little girl that she's smart and she's an idiot, and then she grows up to have a false sense of confidence? Like, that is way more dangerous <laughs> than an eating disorder, you know? <laughs> I would rather a hundred girls grow up to be women with low self-esteem than just, like, one grow up to be Sarah Palin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm not even political. I just pretend to be so that, like, people will think I'm young. Um, nothing makes you look younger than thinking you can make a difference. Um, thanks. Thank you. I'm getting older. I have all these questions about getting older, especially as a woman. It's like, how am I supposed to catch cabs, you know, like once I become invisible? <laughs> you guys are like, Uber. But seriously, it's like, I know I shouldn't joke about like women over 60. Like there could be some here, but like, how could we tell? <laughs> you know, we can't see them. Um... That's actually why I'm in town. I live in New York, but I've been pitching this film. It's kind of like The Sixth Sense, but about a man who sees women over 60 um, as attractive. And um, everyone's like, too high concept. <laughs> like, no one's gonna buy it. Um, I love women over 60. They're like my spirit animal. <laughs> um, and there have to be like perks to being invisible. You could run at night, you know? eavesdrop on other political leaders' conversations. Hillary, 2016, not a joke, just talking out loud. Um, I have a quirky taste, really attracted to widowers, just dating-wise, because it's like, what's more fun than someone who just has like a ton of jewelry they're never going to wear? I want to start dating women just because I'm not attracted to women, so I feel like that'll level the playing field. Um, <laughs> but, like, how do I go about doing that? Just, like, starting with, like, men shorter than me? 
I know, I know, they're all in here. You guys, that joke was for the women. Women are my target demo. We just don't know it yet because we're taught to hate each other. And that joke is not funny to short men, fuck. And you guys are the ones who make the decisions because you were born with a will to succeed, fuck. How am I gonna make that funny? I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna make that funny. Um, Abortion's a very polarizing issue. I feel like it's all in the name. Like, I feel like Texas would be more pro-choice if we just called it, like, fetus hunting, you know? <laughs> thank you, thank you. They can't all not be abortion jokes. Um, I have a lot. I have a lot of abortion jokes. I think the best thing about abortion jokes is that no one tries to steal them. Um, <laughs> But as I said, it is a very polarizing issue, like in Virginia, if you want to get a bobo in... <laughs> Just warming up. I have to go so soon. If you want to get an abortion in Virginia, and a lot of states, you actually have to get an ultrasound, wait 24 hours until you're eligible for your abortion, a bobo. Um, and it's not even like a political joke. It's like regardless if you're like pro-choice or an asshole, like that's not even like <laughs> the point. I just don't understand the policy. Like, what makes lawmakers think that showing women photos of our fetuses is going to make us want to keep them? Like, they're not cuddly, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, if you want me to keep a child, cool, I get it, you know, like, your right to want whatever. But it's like, don't show me a photo of a fetus. Show me a photo of, like, something more convincing. Like, I don't know, a photo of, like, myself in 60 years trying to walk down a flight of stairs alone. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I normally work children's parties, but I thought I'd test that out. I've been Jenna Friedman. Have a good night, guys. Thanks. Jenna Friedman. One more time for Jenna. Longtime friend of mine. Hey, um, we're going to do a great thing right now. We, we always welcome a, a co-producer and co-host of this show, Rhea Butcher, to the stage at least one time every show. Let's hear it for Rhea Butcher. Where are you at? Oh, hello. That's me. Hi, you are my hero. Oh, this yeah? Week. You, yeah, uh, you, I did don't, a, yeah. You did a heroic no. thing. Yeah, I, uh, I killed something this weekend. <laughs> That's a tough way to start with that. <laughs> yeah. I killed someone this weekend. <laughs> I killed... Uh, no, I killed a black widow spider this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Black widow fucking spider. I mean, you just said what? Yeah. It was terrifying. Have you guys ever seen a black widow spider? Yes. Ooh. No. I've Very, hardly can... even seen Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> it was wearing little tiny underwear. It didn't have anything to do in the movie? Yeah, it didn't have anything. It just had two little tiny guns. Give her something to do! Give her something to do! And the spider did the She's splits. a great actor! <laughs> the spider did the splits eight times. Yeah, the spider did the splits a lot. <laughs> two little tiny guns. I heard you say that. There's a ton of aliens, uh, like a ton of aliens, and like a ton of other spiders, but all the other spiders got like big weapons. Yes. And then the one spider was just hot. Yes. It was just hot. And, and that's the plot guns. of the movie of fucking Avengers. Yeah. I hate that stupid movie. I hated it. She I hates hated it. it. She hates it. Pretty unpopular opinion. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It's going to be okay. Stupid, stupid. It's going to be okay. There's going to be a second one. Stupid. For you to hate even more. Fuck that one in advance. <laughs> and then the movie Her, Stupid Her, Stupid, Stupid Her. Oh, you're dividing the audience for my Black Widow spider killing. 
Oh, poor little sad guy. That's that's how I feel about Walking Phoenix in that movie. Oh, little baby has a hard time. He has to control all the women, even the not real women. You guys, that's fucking politically right on. <laughs> politically correct with Cameron Esposito. <laughs> I just start looking like... Anyway, I'm sorry. My whole point of that was going to be that Bill Maher looks weird these days. Sure. Um, but that's just well, like an pretty aside. weird. He just looks weird. Something happened. Um, all right. It's <laughs> some work. You know, we all, sometimes we all get to the other... We don't, I, we don't yeah, know. we get to the like, other some, side. There's that side of the... You get, we you break know, on through. Yeah, there's the work. Turn into Val like, Kilmer. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. Come on. Val Kilmer. That's a Doris reference with a Val Kilmer <laughs> reference, and his face looks crazy. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> You're doing a great job. All right, I'm sorry. So you killed the Black Widow spider, which so I, I killed the Black Widow spider. Oh, it was outside our house. It was outside of our we, house. We lived together. We're walking home. I just happened to glance over to where the Black Spider was. It looked like a little red Solo cup sitting over there. That I couldn't believe you even saw it. Little red thing on its it was butt. The middle of the night. It's terrifying. So I, I went back out a couple times, and I kept like, like sizing him up or she. Of course, it's a woman. My bad. Is uh, that true? I don't know. <laughs> She's a widow. <laughs> A, a then there's a meeting. black widower. There's a group meeting for spiders where they're where they're just painting red on each other's backs. <laughs> oh, You'll be all right. When did Sal die? You'll be all right. <laughs> Linda, it's okay. I got through it. You'll get through it. Have eight donuts. <laughs> That's another spider joke. This is a good spider joke. So I was sizing it up, and then I decided, all right, tonight's the night. Second night. After I saw the Black Widow spider. So I decided to kill it by the book. I took a book. And I killed this fucking spider. I just threw a book on the spider. Then I killed it. It's by the book. (laughs) Thank you. Very impressive. Thanks. Real show bravery. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to identify that spider. I didn't know it was going to kill us. Certainly wouldn't have been able to kill it myself. I run away. That's your job. You know you're... Bug spokesperson for our house. Yeah, you just run away. There's just a tiny jean jacket floating in the air. <laughs> she sounded me running around. <laughs> Yours was better. <laughs> no, you did. Okay. It, what, it, Rewind the podcast. Whatever. Before. Hear it again. Rhea's first one. That was a great jean jacket sound effect. Um, all right. So, you know, they, yeah, then we had a, quite an animal weekend. <laughs> Absolutely, we did. Because then yesterday we went to the dog park. We did. And I was like, um, now listen. We always go incognito to the dog park. Soup's incognito. Yeah. But that's mostly because it's like hot. We got to wear hats. Keep it's hot it as tight. Hell. You got to keep it tight. It's like the Sahara's. Industry. You got to keep it tight. You got to keep it tight. Keep don't want to go all Bill Maher. Yeah. You don't want to need to get a Bill Maher. <laughs> or Bill Kilmer. Yeah. You don't want to have to. Whoop, just bring it back. Oh, um, anyway, uh, yeah, that fell down. Mm-hmm. Put it back up. <laughs> so like a little crutch under like a tiny Tim little crutch. <laughs> Anyway, side of your eye, yeah, yeah. side of my eye. Uh, we were at the dog park, and I turned to Rhea and I was like, "That chick recognizes me," which is you were hilarious. hilarious. You yeah, I definitely was like, just <laughs> leaning on a pile of shit, <laughs> like an actual pile of shit, just like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she recognizes me. <laughs> Thanks for getting low. That shit wouldn't be she up here. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's a lot of shit, but there's not that much shit. Like, good point. Um, I was like, yo, that chick recognizes me. And then Rio was like, after she walked by, I was like, that's a famous person. I don't even think that's what you said. I think you just said who it actually was. Oh, yeah. Her name is Sarah Paulson. You were like, that's Sarah. I was like, that chick recognizes me. And she goes, no, that's Sarah Paulson. <laughs> so I don't know what was happening. Like, I don't know if I knew that I knew her face. And so I was staring at her. And then she was reflexively staring it back at me. Just like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, you like my stuff? It's a little bit of a gorillas in the mist type situation. Just like... I can't believe you like my stuff. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just following to her, her to her house. <laughs> yeah. Knocking on the window. You like my stuff? You like my stuff? <laughs> this where you live? Down on a star map? Is it on a star map? Oh, you like my stuff? I'm right here. Here's the star. Yeah. <laughs> That's I remember in The Bodyguard when Whitney Houston turned to... When the, I remember... Fuck. <laughs> I remember in The Bodyguard when the... I don't care. Um, <laughs> when the camera was actually a gun? I the remember, too. The camera was a gun! All right, all right, great. Oh, okay, in conclusion, right. Sarah Paulson doesn't know who the fuck I am. She doesn't. But there is a chance she still recognized me. Yes. Because we discussed this later. We did. Because I was pretty sure she gave me an upward nod. Very knowing glance. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know who Sarah Paulson is. She's a great actor. On television show, American Horror Story. Yes. Some other shit. About to have two heads. She is. going to have two heads on the, on the new season. She's also a lesbian. She's an out lesbian. She's an out lesbian. She's one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to think, because Rhea, you suggested, and I loved this point, because yeah. I was like, she recognized me. And you're like, no, I'm pretty sure that was just Sarah Paulson, and you were staring at her for a while. Long, long time. Um, But then she was like, no, but maybe, maybe yes. Like, maybe when you're a lesbian, you never get rid of that. Yeah, you just never lose your... You never lose your need to just be walking down the street and just be like, oh, shorts, got it, okay. Great job. (laughs) I'm not interested, but I just, like, know we know the same shit. (laughs) Into it. Slater Kenny? (laughs) Just keep walking. Slater Kenny? Okay. L word? Got it. Cool. Which one? Shane? Shane? All right. Everybody's Shane. We got it. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, what? God, I want to do so de- such deep go fish? references, but I go feel fish? like nobody hears. I feel like we're going to lose everybody. Guinevere Turner. Yeah, go fish. Okay. Um, this is like some pretty deep shit. Yeah. Hook or by crook? Rose Debs. Trochet. Yeah, Rose Trochet. Exactly. Look this shit up. Look this shit up. This is our cultural history. Oh, you don't fucking know about it? Do I have to go to Katie Ring? That's the problem. That's the problem. We know all about your shit. (laughs) All right, I'm sorry. Well, we're debuting Lesbian History Day tomorrow. (laughs) If anyone would like to celebrate with us, we'll have toaster ovens. Yeah. Which is an Ellen reference. It's a fucking Ellen reference. Good God. The coming out episode. Oh, shut up. God. Anyway, my point is we are debuting Lesbian History Day, and you celebrate by going up to other people on the street and you just go, We know about your shit! <laughs> it's pretty divisive. All right, uh, Rhea Butcher. Thanks, you guys. Rhea Butcher. <laughs> 
Now this next comic, what a treat that he is here tonight. What a fucking treat. He's got his own show uh, coming out on Comedy Central on, is it the 23rd of July? I believe that's true. I know he'll correct me if that is untrue. Uh, that show is called The Meltdown, and this is Mr. Jonah Ray. Give it up for Jonah. <laughs> You know, I feel bad. This is, it's probably like the third or fourth time I've done your show, and I'd like you to not put the set on. No, that's okay. It makes me seem kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I, I know you personally, so I'm like, yeah, pretty fucking weird guy. No, <laughs> no pretty no. normal. You, you are pretty normal. No, uh, I, but people can see your stuff though. If yeah, they yeah. don't know you currently, right now. There's like a one free episode of The Meltdown. There's one free episode of Meltdown out, yeah, on Amazon, iTunes, and the CC app, which is actually pretty cool. I was talking about it with Nick Turner earlier. It's a good interface. Ah, it's a good. You know, interface. Uh, people at Comedy Central have told me so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. When somebody's like, you know, we got this great new app. It's fucking great. It's good as far as apps go. Um, it's the HBO HBO Go of comedy apps. Do you watch HBO as an app? Do you watch the HBO Go app? Uh, on, I can't believe I'm asking TV. this question. Yeah, Apple really TV. Important. Yeah, I'll watch okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not on your phone. No, God, no. You're not what a crazy I, person. What am I, a millennial? Okay, Come on. all right. Just wanted to make sure. No. Um, how are you feeling about the show? You feeling good? Ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for people to see it. The, the early responses have been good. I'm proud of it. Um, I hope people watch it and enjoy it. Uh, What's the general... It's every... What night of the week? Every Wednesday night. Technically Thursday morning, because that Wednesday night's 12.30. Which is great, also, because that's the that's night right you after. do your show. Yeah, so exactly. you literally can, like, leave your show and, and then go watch your show. Go watch myself, yeah. <laughs> see how I did in the past. Are you guys going to go all hang out together after and watch it, do you think? Um, you'll watch it every, as a group? Every every night? Every night. I mean, yeah, are you, no, I mean, yeah. like, you think you'll watch the episodes together? No. I don't think so. Because we'll already be together that night. And, Since they uh, get the fuck away from me. I, th- I think so. I like I like Emily and Kumail. Um, but, uh, you know, enough is enough. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? Now that they got that pool, though. I think, I think oh, I talked about that go, earlier yeah. in the oh, did you? thing. That's how I opened the thing by saying that I went to my friend's. I don't know if you even knew this, but I, I, uh, I'm sure you knew this. You know what? I didn't find out till uh, Monday or, yeah. or Sunday evening or something. I puked. At, I puked for the first time since since college. I, you know what? It's so funny because someone told me that. I was like, oh, I thought she just was tired and went home. I didn't. Shit! Ah, shit! Amazing. Um, so I was also interviewing Jenna backstage for the podcast. So there'll be a part on the podcast <laughs> where the end of that interview will be, go- will be me going, oh shit, and then running. <laughs> and then you'll hear this. And then we'll cut to this. A fucking game. <laughs> We love when he stops by. He's a good friend of the show. Let's hear right now from Mr. Anthony Jessen. Look, guys, give it up for Anthony. Hey, guys, Anthony Jessen. One more time for Anthony. Oh, that is actually great. I hope I'm still recording. Yes, I am. This is amazing. Um, so I was also interviewing Jonah backstage for the podcast. So there'll be a part on the podcast where... The end of that interview will me go, will be me going oh shit and then running, and then you'll hear this, and then we'll cut to this, 
a fucking gem. <laughs> you guys have been great. Um, I'm Cameron Esposito. Let's hear it for all the comics you saw tonight. This is Put Your Hands Together. We are every Tuesday night. We love that you guys came by. Check us out on iTunes. Have a great night. Hands together. Put your 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 hands together. Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.